Welcome back to Barely D&D. This is a sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We go on little crazy adventures and do wild things until it gets real serious like it does in this episode a little bit. My name is Landon, and this week we're going to be jumping into episode 34, Resting on Laurels. Before we get into it, though, we're going to go ahead and recap episode 33, The Champion. The final round of the fungi's thrilling feature in the Blood Bowl was set to begin after Boz's triumphant victory where the party rested before the champion would be crowned under the electric thrum of the enthralled crowd. Boz and Roe, disguised as Sylvia, took some time to themselves between matches and joined Captain Bordron Helmson for a game of Beggar's Hope and some light conversation. A simple game of dice quickly transformed into an attraction itself with unlikely odds resulting in a betting spree and yet another win for Boz, this time in the form of more than 100 gold. Ringmaster Barad awaited at the end of the brief distraction commenced the long-awaited finale to the violent competition. Laced with the grandeur of a performer and the pageantry of the Blood Bowl's wild fanfare, Craig's imaginings of the champion's nature were soon replaced by the harrowing reality that Kettle's title was well-earned. As the Loxodon warrior rebuffed Craig's attacks and rocked him with tempestuous power, Craig struck back round after round with a combination of the furious wrath of his ancestors and the strangest of magical abilities and a number of truly bizarre battle strategies. The battle raged forward and both warriors fought boldly, but the champion eventually proved his namesake and defeated Craig with thunderous applause. Kettle proved gracious in victory and after helping Craig up and requesting a feature bout, walked the fungi's in the bar where they achieved their considerable winnings. While all the merry events of the Blood Bowl transpired, Greta wandered deeper and deeper into Home Cove's sewers until she eventually stumbled into a stash of brass company goods, hidden in a lightless chamber. A stroke of luck saved the diminutive explorer who ended her evening on a very different note than the celebration of her allies, isolated and quiet in the uncaring darkness of the branching tunnels. And with that, let's get in with the adventure. Welcome back to Barely D and D. Welcome back to Barely D and D. Oh, sorry, there's a, like sort a, of a sort of Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is the Accidental Adventures campaign. The vibes. Um, we I'm are not excited it. to bring you more episodes. Um, thank you for y'all's patience while we had a little hiatus, but we're back and ready to bang it up. We went to the mountains. We didn't have a hiatus. It was a hiatus. Well, I mean, I, no, I there was no hiatus. Had to do explained because Zach was busy because he's a nerd. But that's irrelevant. I hope you guys are jazzed and ready for episode 34. Yeah. Abby has a question for us today. I, you know what? I sure do have a question. Um, okay, so I had a question and then I thought about it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, <laughs> so if your character lived on Earth with earthly holidays, what would their favorite holiday be Ooh. as a child? Oh. Like what was um, their childhood child? favorite Earth holiday? Who's me in pieces? I'm curious about Tello. Yeah, I want to know Tello. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Greta. What's Greta's Greta? Oh, I just thought about all of this. George those. Washington's birthday for Boz. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be Earth Day for Boz? No, he, you know, George, Was <laughs> George Washington's birthday for sure. George Washington's birthday. Okay. Yeah. Tax day. <laughs> what? Just, I'm, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Greta? Can we come back to me? Okay. Uh, okay, I know. It's my uh, question, but I'm completely way. Um, I know. I know mine. Yes, Rogue. I was, I was gonna say I was gonna be like really, um, really dumb and be like Thanksgiving, so that she could eat a lot because she was an orphan. But then I was like, no, that's not. It. Jackie, what the heck? But then I was like, no, she. Pro I mean, she lived in an orphanage. But let's be real, it was like 
a decent orphanage. They didn't not so, feed her. I know. She just didn't I was have just thinking parents. of like. I know. I was just thinking of like you know the movie tropes of like orphans not eating. Do you really Doesn't think matter. that Annie ate three square meals a day? We're just we just smash cut to Rose uh, childhood and she's going. Please, sir, may I have another? Okay. She had a little bit of rice not, and some water every day except Thanksgiving. Then she that's got not bread as well. The answer, though, the answer, the real answer is Halloween because all the other kids dressed up and oh. would do things and for the first for the only day of the year ro didn't feel like she was so weird because everyone else was dressed up and looked like interesting and so mm. people didn't stare at her that one day a year that's that's a really good answer i like that a lot boom balds i i yeah george washington's birthday oh, okay i was just hoping for another one greta <laughs> <laughs> i so have one answer now uh-huh. um i think christmas and I think that's, that's, that's what I was pretty, feeling. I think that's, bam, I don't, I don't bam, really know bam, why, <gasps> but I think it's pretty, like, it's a pretty basic answer. That's most people's favorite holiday. But I think that, like, Greta just likes the, like, the extra happiness in the family yeah. time. There's a lot of, like, sensory prettiness and yeah. a lot of surprise and wonder family yeah. stuff. I think she liked the, see Greta like, the slower like a family time. In her pocket. Aw. Micah, yeah. what's your favorite one? Oh wait, I'm sorry. This is the big mark and this is why I've always spoken. This is an important part. This is no Landon's right. This yeah. is an important point to Mike point is out not that, here today. Yeah. She's she had some thing. I guess she has stuff to do in her life outside of D and D. The guess. largest of Michaels has been called away. She got called away to my, Michaels to for some arts and crafts. Yeah, my, so she's not here today. But she's, Michaels, but, that's funny, Jackie. So for the rest of this episode, <laughs> unless we get kidnapped on the way back to the opalescent tome, Zachary. Um, Craig is gonna be taking a big fat nap. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do minimal Craig role play, and he's just gonna be tired and go take a nap. I do want to um, hear some Craig snoring okay. though. Like if you could do like your yeah. best Craig snoring impression. <laughs> yes, when it comes to that, when it no pressure, right. no right. pressure. My microphone um, is gonna sound like an ocean because my tears are gonna fill it because of my sadness. <laughs> of I just Mike imagine like a wave of tears washing against your <laughs> microphone from your eyes. That just doesn't seem like possible, but well, you'll see it. What's okay, tell your weird episode um, And uh, tell us favorite holiday. Um, ooh, that could get kind of spoily. Um, let's just say, Oh, shoot. You know, Tellos would also be Christmas for the family aspect. And that's all I'm going to say. Is there a yellow Santa Claus? Was that the spoily answer? Huh? Is that, was that the spoily answer? Uh, I'm no longer answering any of those questions. Is everybody ready for Rude. episode 34? What's it called? I guess. Resting <laughs> on laurels. On who's what? La- who's laurels? laurels? Mm-hmm. Laurel Canyon? Oh, my goodness. Resting <laughs> on We're laurels. We're going to a canyon? This is why Zachary likes the other podcast more than ours now. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd like to point out to the listeners, anytime any one of us does anything, Zach starts bringing up dragons. Yeah, I make a joke. I'm never good. I never do it. Um, It is a level five adventure and the date is 3488 peanut butter. People aren't going to know what that is after I've made that joke so many times. Um, Oh yes, the dating system is off of condiments. Uh, tomorrow is <laughs> no, thirty-four. No, before ketchup. gravy. No, it's it's before peanut or jelly, and then before peanut butter. 
I like that. Except that that would have to be BPB. <laughs> BPB. And Her. the date is Tefrar 32 because it is finally oh the gosh. next day. Wow. <laughs> I want to get like a New concept. Year's Day like <laughs> countdown, like ball drop. Well, no, but the next next day it is uh, a new month. The Apocalypse. Which is oh. super fun. <laughs> the other campaign is like a quite a few more days ahead of us They're in, in the our next adventure. month because wow. they don't spend 10 episodes in they one day. Time travel. I, I'm, okay. I'm worried that we're going to get to a day, day and then Zach's going to be like, oh, by the way, the apocalypse happened in the other campaign today. <laughs> so this is what's happening now. Good morning. Like, the sky's on fire. <laughs> hey, what episode was it? 34. Episode 34, everyone. <laughs> episode 34. <laughs> resting on laurels. So do we start back leaving the blood bowl? Landon, Landon literally said, yeah, so you're taking a while to get to the episode. Uh, what's happening, Zach? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm genuinely curious because I would love to be in the safety of the Oblessed uh, Tome. Uh, well, um, where we're going to pick up, we do actually have to pick up in the Blood Bowl. Uh, because yeah, because Greta's in the sewer. You guys don't know where Greta is. Well, we think Greta's at the Oblessed Tome because that's where she said she we're was gonna going. Go, we're going to go, where's Greta? That's a good point. But we're using a lot of words to say that. Did Greta um, say that? This we're using a lively. lot of words to say. I'd go there. Okay, I'm going to DM now. Okay. Uh, the fun guys. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> we open back up in Home Cove uh, in like <laughs> the wee hours of the morning. I mean, it is the middle of the night. And um, Boz rocks. and Roe and Craig are in the Blood Bowl. Um, and you guys have, uh, you've had your conversations with, uh, with Kettle, with Paolo, with Opta. Unless you try and catch them for anything else. You've spoken with Bordron. You've collected your really significant winnings and um you guys are uh, uh you've kind of wrapped up your business there sylvia your slash row you're aware that you've probably got like another like 20 minutes on this second rendition of the disguise um and uh greta has left to go to the opalescent tome and so the three of you guys are there um halfway through your time like we'll say that uh boz and Roe are there collecting your winnings and craig uh walks up behind you boz and just kind of pats your shoulder really hard and goes hey 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 <laughs> hey craig i feel terrible i'm gonna go back to the opalescent tome i need to sleep are you good i'm bleeding oh okay still uh, all right they healed I me but i'm still bleeding okay okay <laughs> bye Sil sylvia you're you're definitely sylvia boz uh, Boz, okay. he, he puts a hand on Craig's <laughs> shoulder and he says, I want to have a meaningful and long role-play moment with you right now. <laughs> and then Craig turns around and uh, and walks oh, right out of the Craig. building. Okay. Boz. Be careful. Uh, and then he stops oh, and tells an NPC his whole backstory and then keeps going. Um, <laughs> journals, journals wait, for Wait, which NPC? Do I hear it? Ro goes, I'm on the same, I'm on the material plane. Do I hear it? Um, so Craig, I'm going to uh, go. <laughs> uh, Craig passes out of the entrance of the blood bowl and the door behind him. And he is canonically gone and he's going to the Oplessant Tome. Uh, what are the other party members doing? I am... Um, um, Oh, sorry. No, you go. No, go. No, uh, no go, you go. go. No, you go. go. Ahead, after balls. you. No, after balls, you. After balls. You. Okay, yes. Balls. Uh, what? You know, uh, what time is it? Uh, DM. <laughs> I love... <laughs> Welcome to the part of the show where Zachary has to dance. <laughs> dance, DM boy. Dance. <laughs> dance. <laughs> Keen mind. Um, it's like 12.34. Is this before ball, peanut butter ball. or after peanut butter? Balls, it's a... <laughs> I'm gonna balls, hurt you. It's a, it's a new day. It's a new day, balls. Um, Does that mean we get all our spell have, slots back? 
Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I think we gotta. I think we need to go rest to, to um, feel magical again. Um, yeah, I'm pretty useless right now. Um, <laughs> Welcome to episode 34, about, metagaming. I have about 20 minutes before I um switch. Oh. So, um, are you ready? I think I still have my Amazon Prime subscription, so I can help with that. Um, <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Was that a callback to... to uh, well, she said Twitch. <laughs> okay. Follow she Jackie Bottle on Twitch. She's streaming, and it's really good. Do we see... Do we okay. see Boardroom? I mean, yeah, it's he's not hard to find. He's one of the he's at one of the tables nearby. Can we just like wave at him? and love and okay. joy? He uh, notices you out of the corner of his eye, waves, goes back to talking. Not that to he someone. knows who I am, but yeah, he looks kind of like he does. You can tell he's doing that polite <laughs> wave, like ah, oh. and then he goes back to what he's doing. It's the blood bowl. Um, <laughs> uh, where, where the weird fun guys are very friendly. But he sees Boz and he gives him a genuine wave. Yeah, and I, I goes back a, to whoever he's talking to. I, I give him a wave too. I look at uh, Sylvia and I say, "Hey, um, yeah, I'm, I'm like to put it plainly, I'm extremely exhausted. So, um, um, if you're down to go back to the opalescent tome, I'd, I'd love to go. I think Greta oh, said yeah, she was I, heading I, there. Did Greta say that? You remember I'm gonna that use she my did. Keen... I she did say she yeah, was. She did. Crap. In fact, so she I told can't. you with confidence and certainty that she's headed back to the opalescent tome. And then I watched that. Other and you have no reason to believe any otherwise. Okay." Okay, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, let's go meet her back at the Blossom time. All right, um, let's go. And so okay. I, I start walking out. I turn around and I kind of look at the Blood Bowl and I guess it's kind of like when a show's done. Mm. I, and so like at the end mm. of the night, like people are like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Um, <laughs> that's what I picture. You, okay, so you, you look around at the room, and um, the the events have have died down, but the Closing band's doing well. Time. Really, and people are uh, people are having drinks and sharing things. You get the feeling that this is going to go on for some time. Boz really uh, likes it here. Yeah, you get the feeling that Barry has put together that if he leaves it open for a couple more hours, people just get more and more influenced mm. and keep on spending more and more money. So nice. uh, it'll stay open for a while longer. Okay, um, but uh, you look out at the, at the huge sand fighting pit, and you see like some of your own blood and like charred. Glass glass marks from your fire and your magic and um one of the broken sections in the wall where craig threw kettle's head into it and like you stop and you pause on the first night in a long time the first day that was just nice yeah and and an event that just was just <laughs> wasn't so bad then for a moment you remember thespus and you shudder but then you focus on just how that last bit was just kind of nice and the uh the encounter at the bar um oh yeah a lot of good things and bad things, yeah. but hey, that's life. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to say this out loud while it's in my head, but um, oh my gosh, fire druid glass spell, like make glass, or is that just a trade? Um, like Sorry. glass blowing, like using a fire what? spell, to, like make glass art. I mean, you did just make glass. Hmm, interesting. Oh. Uh, so Boz, uh, he turns around and he's he starts walking around. Is there like a schedule anywhere when like the next one's going to be? Uh, you could ask Baron. No, I don't do that. I just, I just kill. Okay. So uh, I assume that, that Ro and, and Boz head outward. Um, you get many more claps on your back. You're like a minor celebrity for a little bit. Um, as you go out, Paolo um, sees you and waves one more time. Uh, the way back. Yeah. Opta is nowhere to be seen. She's gone. Um, but you guys pass outward. And as you move out of the doors, um, they behind you. And um, you guys are in the really foul smelling 
uh, tunnel one more time. It's miserable for a moment. And then you work your way up the ladder. Um, the grate's just up at this time. You get the feeling that enough people are leaving, that they're just leaving it upward. And you guys make your way out of um, uh, Barrett's uh, storefront cover and back out into the streets of uh, Home Cove at large. Um, you guys walk out into the street of, uh, of Home Cove at night. Uh, one of those side streets, not quite the main thoroughfare, but you remember how to get, how to get back to the opalescent home. It's not a complex route. And um, Home Cove is altogether beautiful in another way right now. Um, window, windows all over the city are lit up um, with... Uh, uh, it's like um, uh, a sea of, of man-made artificial lights as many windows across the city. You're still quite a light, not out for the evening. Um, and their, their amber designs sort of reflect off of the ocean, which you can still see far out to one side. It, the, one of the advantages of Home Cove being in this massive caldera is that at almost any point in the city where you stand, if you look southward, you can still see the ocean. You never really get far away from the ocean not to see it because the whole city just keeps rising upward in elevation. And it's beautiful, just a, a sea of black glass bleeding into the midnight velvet sky and the immensely dense um, uh, starry night of Yalibrin uh, spins and twirls above you with Twilo and Twila at different points. And you guys are um, are just uh, in the street. Do we see the statue? I'm sorry? The, the statue that Let's we first see. saw when we came. Uh, of that angelic figure? Uh... To which statue do you the refer? The hero of, of Home Cove, the one that... Yeah, that was, that was like blocks to the south. Oh, okay. You passed that when you were going to the Red Door. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. But um, I assume you guys just go back to the Oplessant Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't take long. Uh, as you guys are walking, you watch the Kefkin guards switch out their posts. Um, many of the guards look miserable as they get the night shift. And um, <laughs> uh, Does it take sorry? longer than 20 minutes? Um, you know, it does. <laughs> so at some point, but right. I'll tell you what, no need to do any rolls or anything. It's not too complicated. Okay. There's shadows everywhere. You duck into an alleyway f for a moment and like sort of transfer back. Um, if you take any other actions okay. after that, that's up to you, but, um, you can, you okay. can transform back into row easily enough on the row in the street. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just keep my hood up and okay. Boz and I look, or, I mean, like I'm talking for Boz, but like Boz, like. I feel like we both just are careful. <laughs> I have a giant emerald staff that glows and makes people get headaches. But yeah. And, and while Boz gets looks everywhere he goes, with your with your hood up, it occurs to you that like, you know, when you keep your, your hands in your pockets, you actually don't look very different than any other halfling. Um, as long as your hair is kind of tucked within and shadows all around. Um and you guys eventually Sick. wake your way, make your way far enough south to that deep mahogany building, beautiful and simple, um, the opalescent tome. And um, you guys, uh, you guys open up the front door and it's unlocked, uh, which, Ro, you know, to not be the usual case, but um, you're aware that Alondra said that, or excuse me, Kanajay said that she would keep it open. So you pass inside and you into the building and, and the beautiful lobby waits in front of you. And um, Morgrim is reclined against a wall in his usual spot. He's got his readers on. There's just a floating, those those crystals from above stairs, Boz, in the library. One is floating next to him and just illuminating the space, which is otherwise very dark. And he's holding a book and he just sort of smiles at you with weary eyes. And he goes, Evening. Have you ever heard of the Blood Bowl? Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I won. You did. Yeah, you did. That's, that's fantastic. Good for you. Oh, uh, Gret Greta won too. Yeah, Greta, is she? Uh, have you seen Greta? Oh yeah. Oh uh, no, I haven't. 
She hasn't been by? Oh, no. She... What? She's... Oh, she said... I mean, how long ago was that, Balls? That... that she said she was leaving. DM that. How yeah, that was, was like, like an hour. It's like, that was, that was like, like an hour ago. Okay. Uh, Craig Bastu a bit ago. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. He sort of closes the book and sets it down on the side. Uh, do you need her to be found or, or, or some other business? Or do you think she's um, in danger? Well, she told I us mean, that she was coming back here. I mean, but if you think about it, knowing Greta, she might have, I don't know, stumbled upon like a tree or something and started picking leaves. <laughs> so I, I probably don't need to inform uh, Miss Connergy. Is um, she like asleep right now? Yes. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, do well, you if think you we all wait think till it's morning? an emergency? I can, but maybe in the morning. All right. Uh, yeah, maybe she's just. I mean, I'm yeah, sure no. she's okay. Um, in that case, if you all will stay up and lock the front door when you're done, I can go to bed. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's just that latch there on the door. And he points to it, and you can see, like, a little... a little. It's interesting. It's a metal switch, um, but it doesn't turn to a side like a key. It's like a little metal switch latch that goes straight up, and you see where it goes down, and there's a glyph in the top and a glyph in the bottom, and it's right under the handle of the door going outward. And he uh, he just says, just flip that when you're done, and I'm going to bed. Good night. Thanks okay, for waiting up night, for us. Good night, Morgan. Yeah, thank you. And, um... He just sort of st stands up, stretches a little bit. He can't lift his head all the way up because the ceiling's too low, but he <laughs> almost does. He takes off his readers, folds them up into a pocket, does the same with a book, and then he takes out um, a little silver ring and he just slips it on his finger. And as he slips it on his finger, he just <laughs> disappears. That's so cool. That was so cool. <laughs> Wait, can I do an arcana check? Sure. I, d I don't. I'm just like, wow. Like Owen Wilson moment. Um, Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That would be a 17. Okay. What was your check for? Oh, to see if I knew, uh, like, what he did. Um, with a 17, that's pretty, it's pretty high level magic, and you're not that high, so you think he disappeared. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, you're willing okay. to bet that maybe it's something yeah. conjurational, something disappearing, yeah. but you don't know. Um, hey balls, I know you're you're really tired. Um, if you want, I can I can stay and and see if Greta comes around. Uh, you could, or if you want, um, I could go get like a blanket or something, and I could I could come back here and wait for for Greta, and you could go sleep because I know you're tired after fighting. Uh. I mean, I, I I slept in worse places, and why don't we just wait here? We just sleep, like, here, see if she gets back. Um, maybe take different watches. I don't know, just one of us waits okay. up, and after... I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed to going back out and, like, looking for if she doesn't come back. Um. After the pre-required a set amount of hours for a long rest. Yeah, I think we need a... I think we need a, a good night's sleep, but I am... I mean... I'm sure she's all right. I'm sure she just, you know, got distracted or something, right? Uh, once, once I have a bit more um, energy in me, I usually I can cast like, I can find things on people. Uh, yeah. And as long as it's not too far okay. away, 
she couldn't have she's fine I mean after seeing what she did to Thespis I think she's more than capable yeah I think so too um do you want to do you want to stay here and I can go get us like uh some blankets or something and yeah for sure I'm gonna we can yeah. post should, up here should we leave it on we should leave it unlocked while we wait right um I don't know because if that she like tries to come in and like it doesn't open that's probably not a good idea sorry I'm just I'm just thinking true. out loud <laughs> No, you're probably right. We should probably leave it unlocked. That's why only one of us should probably go get stuff to bed down or something. Okay, I'll stay here. And if you just hear a lot of screaming, come back up because I... Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll bring I'll bring Craig and Tello with me if I hear screaming. Okay, Gre yeah. Greta walks, out and walks in and walks okay. in. <laughs> Greta, Greta walks in and starts screaming. <laughs> Greta just walks in the door. Okay. <laughs> Um, that is how I enter rooms. Ro, you pass down, uh, you pass behind that velvet curtain and down the yep. hallway to take the first door on your right, um, pass by the room where Kanaje never spoke with you, um, and you pass into that uh, incredible <laughs> hidden mansion, and um, you round He's out a... the day of, you round out that initial hallway, and then in that central chamber, um, there's a, um, well, hello, from next to you, and the spectral butler just sort of like, <laughs> appears. Oh, um, hello there. Um, you didn't happen to see Greta come in, did you? I have not. Just making sure. But I was okay. wondering if okay, you'd like a nightcap. Okay, I just wanted to double check. A nightcap? Um, oh, uh, 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 sure. Can I, can I have one, like, to go? Like, Absolutely. Like, and okay. um, his, he holds up a hand and a little silver tray just <laughs> appears. And then, like, a little, a little wine glass. And then it goes, and fills up with red wine in his hand. He holds it out to you. Okay, I'm going to say that... I must say, though, it will not exist outside of this room. Oh, it won't. Okay. Okay, so, um, uh, Ro takes it, and she just, she downs it. And okay, puts it just, back on the tray. Like, just knock it back and <laughs> ting, set it back Damn. on the tray. And he goes, oh, bye. <laughs> and the tray just <laughs> disappears, and he goes, will you be requiring any else assistance? Um, do you have any, like, um... Do you have any like blankets or anything, yes. or should I just take some from the beds? Uh, Boz and I are gonna stay by the door because because Greta hasn't come back yet, and, and Morgan waits. It's sleep. all right. I can get you blankets. He raises okay, a hand and he snaps, and a door like down a hallway you hear goes, Ooh. and then like a second later, a couple blankets uh, like float out and land in his hand, and then he snaps again with the other finger, and then you hear. Ooh. Somewhere down a hallway, and he hands you um, two. Uh, they're two quilts, and they're pretty. They have simple, repeating designs, soft. Oh, well, maybe you're requiring so any further service. No, I I think I'm good. Do you know? Um, is is Craig and and Tello asleep? They have gone to your room, the guest chambers. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Well, I'll. Uh, I don't. I don't need anything else. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. <sighs> just kind of disappears into mist. Can Ro go just peek into the guest room and see if they're asleep? Okay. You walk up and you... The door open. And um, you hear Craig before you open the door. And it's just like a... <laughs> through the door. And then when you get it open, it's like... A... <laughs> oh. 
That's so crazy. That's exactly what Micah sounds like. When she's <laughs> I'm just kidding. Confirm. Craig is on a bed, mm. like face down. The blanket's thrown off of the bed entirely. Um, he has his shirt off, but his pants on and one shoe on, and then one piece of armor still on him. <laughs> and then the mall, he's like snuggling with the mall, and uh, he's face down and the pillows on the back of his head. So he's muffled and still making this much noise. Aww. And then so there's another cute. sound of someone strangling a chainsaw as he continues to sleep. <laughs> Is Tello in there? No. Tello's not in there? No. Okay. Um, Ro goes um, back. Ro just goes back to, to Boz. Okay. After some time, <laughs> Ro returns to the central room. Uh, do you have, um, you have blankets in your hand, right? Yeah, oh, oh, what's his name? What's the butler's name? Lucidian. Uh, Lucidian gave me these. Um, Craig's crashed, um, but uh, Tello wasn't in the room. Well, um, um, uh, maybe it's just an, a night for walks. I don't know. I maybe so. Maybe he's with. Maybe he's with Greta. Maybe Greta does Greta have a way of like contacting? Someone? I think she does. Well, maybe they're together or something. Well. I guess, um, add it to the list of things we got to figure out in the morning. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess Ro, like, picks, like, a little corner by the window. <laughs> and she, like, can I say she pressed the digitations, both of them? Since we've been in the oh, sewer. yes, yeah. No, you guys are instantly... <laughs> Thank you. Cleaner cool. with a flash of purple and green. As much as I love um, the Blood Bowl, I really don't like the sewer. So, yeah, it's not great. No. Um, I guess we, I guess we go to sleep here then. I'll, I'll just take this corner and. Uh, I mean, I'm a pretty light sleeper. I guess if Greta knocks, we'll get it. Or, or do um, you want to go to sleep and I'll just take watch for now? Um, yeah, let's switch off. Let's okay. let one of us stay awake. And okay. um, maybe like midnight, like midway through, we we can change places after a few hours or so. Okay. Um, I'll take the first watch. I know you're tired. Okay. I appreciate it. So Boz finds a little place. It's not hard. On the floor with his yeah. quilt. You, uh, you bundle up and you go to sleep easily enough because you're just tired as can be. I think he he tries to find a way to lay the staff on something so that like the roots don't go into the wood. Yeah, it's not he, impossible. He doesn't want to like change the way the floor looks at the opalescent tome. I don't know if he could, if he wanted to, but he's like, doesn't. it's you find you, uh, it occurs to you that you can like, so you go up to like that little, that little L shaped desk that Kanaji has that has at the edge of the little velveted entry and you just lay it so that like the handle of the staff is on the desk. So the roots nor the crystal are touching anything. Perfect. Yeah. Just sort of suspended in the air. Yeah. Um, and Rowan, when you watch and the opalescent tome is um, beautiful no in a haunting, strange way. Sorry. No one can see in, right? No, no, the windows okay. are obfuscated as they always are. Um, okay. But uh, you look around the space and it's, it's beautiful in a lonely haunting way. Like being in a museum at night, at night. I don't know why that last word was with an Australian accent. Um, <laughs> like being in a museum at night, you know, crazy wild objects all around with very little light on them. Some moonlight is bleeding in from the window, lighting the space up. And you just watch for the door. Uh, Greta. Cool. You are in a sewer. 
I like it here. In pitch blackness. Moments ago, <laughs> a uh, door closed behind you, and you're in the sewer. Okay. Okay. Um, what you doing? Well, I just almost got trapped in there. How? Mm-hmm. It was pretty close, right? Or Yeah, you like slipped out of the doorway. Mm, and it okay. Went okay. So Greta's you. probably like her heart's beating. Your, heart, your chest is kind of pounding and you're yeah. breathing heavily. The slurry next to you is just going. Yeah. I think her heart was already like beating fast just because of like all the, just, you know, all the emotions and like she's likes it, but she's, it's, ex- it's exciting and kind of thrilling to be in a strange dark room like that. And then she's just realizing like how how fast her heart is beating, how like tired she is. Um Yeah, obviously obviously I remember like which way I came from, right? Yeah. Okay. I Maybe mean, you kind of walked one way down a tunnel. Yeah. Cool. And you didn't take any off shooting paths. I didn't, no. Okay. So I'm gonna hmm. Do I have an... Go ahead. Uh, You look down the tunnel either way. You remember you can't see anything. It's pitch darkness. Mm. (laughs) But your blind sight has been guiding you. Yeah. Do I have any kind of like idea of how long I've been down here? I mean, a while. You'd guess at least half an hour. Okay. You're not sure exactly how long. Okay. I think I'm going to turn and walk the way that I was coming from. Okay. You... um. As soon as I find, like, one of those bridges, I'm going to cross over to the other side. Okay. And she she is very intentionally looking for a ladder. Okay. You walk, and you walk, and you walk, and you walk, and you start to realize, oh, you've been down here a while, Hmm. just for how long you have to walk. You even get kind of, like, a little bit tired, Um, uh, but eventually, up ahead, you can see the burning torches and a ladder. And you, you recognize the entryway by which you came down clear enough. And as you get closer, you can still hear the muffled sounds of people. So people are still in the blood bowl. Okay. And um, uh, right as you walk in, like you hear a <clears throat> on the door to the blood bowl. Someone just went out or in. People are still moving in and outward. Okay. Can I tell if anyone is up there? I mean, you don't see anyone currently. Can I hear anyone? Make a perception check. You mean like up in the, the uh, building front? No, like in the tunnel. Like in just walking around in the sewers? Mm-hmm. Sure. Perception check. Well, we got some pursed lips, folks. Thirteen. You don't hear anybody. Okay, and it's too dark to see anyone? No. I mean, yeah, like like once you get beyond like 15 feet of the fire, it's pretty hard to see anything. You can see the torches, right? Right, like 15 okay. feet beyond the torches okay, in either cool. direction. So pretty... then I'm going to like, I don't see anyone in the tunnel? No. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and like go quickly. Okay. You sort of scurry rat like up out of the sewer. Yeah, and you, you got boom, it. Boom, 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 <laughs> up the rungs of the ladder. Yeah. And you, uh, the grate is open above you. And as you step up, you're in the darkened interior of the office. Um, the uh, That little urchin kid is sort of like up against one of the walls and goes, oh. <laughs> and just hangs his head back down. You get the feeling that like Barrett has him like watching the exit to make sure everyone gets out okay. But he's just asleep. Okay. And so you walk out of the office easily enough and then out of the front of the store. And, um, 
their uh, Barrett's We're Open sign has been flipped around uh, and it says closed. Um, but you also realize that as it's been flipped, another he's hung another sign identically behind it. And it says clearly in common, um, exit the building, or patrons of the Blood Bowl, exit the building discreetly, please. And it occurs to you in common enough sense that this is an illicit establishment. He's asking people who leave the building to do so quietly. Oh. It, I mean, it's not much of a mystery. Okay, so, no, okay, I was like, he has that hanging on the front of the building, but that's... Not for people outside to okay. see. That would be very unhelpful yes. for people yeah. inside okay. to see. It's hung on the back of the wear clothes sign. Gotcha. Attention, everybody, <laughs> outside the Blood Bowl. Illegal here, <laughs> Kefkin's question mark? <laughs> okay. So Greta's going to run screaming. Just kidding. Um, she's going to exit discreetly. Okay. You pass out of the door. It closes behind you. Nice. You're in the home coast street. Okay. The sky's beautiful above you. Where are the moons? Tuilo and Tuila are um, dancing in different portions in the horizon. But you, you remember your, your conversation with Tello quite some time ago about how they grow apart and then near. And you're aware that they are slowly on their course back toward each other. So Greta, Greta is aware of this? I mean, well, because you looked at them three okay. weeks ago and they were further apart and now they're closer. Okay. Is it busy? Hmm? No, it's the middle of the night. I mean, people are doing things. It's a large city, but it's not bustling. It is a much smaller night population than a day population. And also, you remember from Port Whistle and you saw that while the population at night went down a little bit, there were still quite a few people at night. Home Cove has that bustling city feel, but there are less than in the day. It's less metropolitan than Port Whistle saw by a bit. Okay. Okay. Where do you head and what do you do? Well, I think Greta's just gonna... I think she's gonna get outside and I think she's gonna look at the stars and look at the moon and just like feel the quiet for a second and I think that's gonna I think that's gonna resurface some hmm. I, I think it's gonna hit her I think seeing that that thing that normally she she loves I think it's gonna remind her like of what happened for a moment you're outside of that little dingy, dark place of solitude where you got to kind of hide away from the way you were feeling and what happened. And then all of a sudden you're back in the public space and below natural beauty. And it recalls a certain different experience months when you witness something similar in an abrupt moment. Mm. And you're sort of racked with a wave of emotion. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah. I think she probably feels like a lot of shame. Like both for, I think there's still a lot of confusion with what happened with Thespis, but I think she feels shame for that little moment of, of pleasure that she had. Um, I think she would like to sit and enjoy this, like this pretty scenery and the quiet and the darkness of the city. I think she loves being out at places at night, but I think she's just going to kind of, does she remember the way to? Yeah, it's okay. not hard. Okay. <laughs> Yopolis and Tome is like a, it's along the main thoroughfare. Okay. It's an intentionally a storefront property. Okay. So yeah, okay. I think she's just gonna. You walk south. Yeah. Or actually, I guess north. Um, you make your way back out of the the main thoroughfare easily enough from the street that the uh, um, that the Blood Bulls cover business was on, and you go back up your way the main thoroughfare back north for quite some time. And Row, at some point later in the evening, 
the front door of the opalescent tome. Never mind. Yep. I'm going to try and sneak in. Make a stealth check. At disadvantage. And row, make a perception check. At advantage. Because you're trying to sneak into a door that someone's watching, and you're trying to watch well, a door that you're watching. Well, that's a natural 20. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I got a four. So that's I a 26. A, a six plus my modifier. Well, with 20 more than you got, um, <laughs> uh, Greta, you get to the opalescent tome, and you sort of go, okay, I've made it. <laughs> She starts crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's that? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? Who's that? What's going on? You and Ro are clearly looking at Greta, just yeah. standing in the doorway with moonlight illuminating behind her. Uh, hi, Greta. Hey, Ro. Hey, um, where have you been? I went for a walk. Oh, okay. We were we were kind of worried about you. Yeah, we um, thought that's why we we stayed here. I think we um. We thought you'd beat us to the opalescent tome, so. Oh. But we underestimated the value of a good walk, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are you all right? Did. Okay. Well, that's all that matters. That's fine. We're good then. Yeah. Um. You don't. You weren't. Were you with Tello? I haven't seen him. Oh. Okay. Um. Well. Uh. Do you guys wanna wanna lock up and and go to sleep? Well, I mean, if Tello, I mean, he might come back to some. I mean, who knows where he is. Did you ask? But Lucidian. Oh, he said after Greta got back. Well, he also didn't know that Tello was gone. Did you ask Lucidian? Yeah, but Lucidian, when I talked to him, had said, um, I remember him saying that he thought that Tello was in the room. Well, so. mm, I. Well, let's let's lock the door. Yeah. Do you want to check around the shop? I mean, see if, if we can see lock, him. If y'all didn't lock the door for me, why should we lock it for Tello? Because we're not. Because we we left it unlocked because we were like standing right here. But if we're gonna like leave yeah. the door, we probably lock it. Mm-hmm. And like you if we come, um, maybe we lock the door. We look. We look in uh in Connerge's home. We ask Lucidian again. Um, and then if we feel like it, we'll come back here and wait for Tello. But maybe we just check one more time to make sure you know, I wasn't missing something. I can I can stay here and, and watch the door while um while y'all are looking. I just I don't know if 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 y'all were gonna wait for me, then I feel <laughs> I like someone... Zach is like laughing. Okay, okay. Final final suggestion. Okay. Um, you go check them. You go check the home. I'll me? check the shop. And then Greta stays here and watches okay. the door. And she pauses, like walking around the corner, and Tello's like up against a wall, like rogue hiding. He's like, "Peekaboo, you all have found me!" Oh, wait, wait, ha, ha, my hand. And it's like, why? No, it's just funny. I mean, I mean, we could we could lock the door. I'll go, like all three of us go, so that we can make sure we're 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 seeing. And then if we want to, we can come back and unlock the door. Well, Greta was just saying she wanted to stay here, so that's I'd the only rather, reason I said. It'd be nice to be alone for a while. Oh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. I'll check I'll check the house again. Okay. Okay. So does anyone close the door? <laughs> I, I close the door. <laughs> okay. We had this conversation with the, the door. The door closes mine. Does anyone lock the door? I want to do a quick check to see if anybody's out there might have been following. Perception me. check. Different note. That's does smart. anyone lock the door? Uh no. I okay. don't. Okay. The door closes, you stand in front of it. Boz, 13. Okay, don't see anyone. Cool. Anyone do anything? Um, um, I go to the to the 
to okay. the house. Well, I walked down the hallway past the red velvet uh, uh, curtain into the door. Then went wait, 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 wait. Can door. I peek? Let me, wait, let me peek. Can I peek in the curtain for Tello? Perception Just a check. quick peek. Get ready to some perception checks. What Zachary. Rome missed yeah. in Tello's room was he left a little note on his bed saying, I'm playing yeah. hide and seek. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing Why are we doing this right now? We can't find Tello. Where'd you roll, Rome? Um, that would be a 15. Okay. Don't see anybody. It looks like a hallway. He's a rogue. You should okay. try again. No, I peeked in the I peeked in the room. Okay. You don't see anyone. Sure looks like a room. Okay, then I'm gonna go back to the mansion. Dope! You go in the door of the mansion, you walk into the main room. You're in you're Does in Lucidian pop up? I mean, no, you told me you didn't need anything else for the evening. Oh crap. Okay. Um <laughs> Do I mean like I have a passive perception of sixteen? You do. Do I need to do a perception check to see if there is someone in this space? Don't see anybody. Looks like an empty okay. room. I go back up to our room. Okay, you walk. I go to like where twenty feet to your left. You open up the door. You walk into the room. Craig has flipped all the way over. Now has the like hammer between his legs, and he's, he's his arms are splayed up around his shoulders, and the the whole of the hammer is just laying down in his face, which his nose is pointing through. So the metal is covering his mouth, but his nose can breathe through. So you're getting this weird like reverberating like. I have a question. As he breathes in that space. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Would he snore? Because he doesn't breathe. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, Somehow he does still snore. <laughs> Cannon. Okay. I, I'm okay. wondering, does he just have like the fame death spell? Like every time yeah. he goes to sleep, like someone's like, oh my gosh, he's dead. He's dead. Quick. It's a dead guy. Yeah. Somehow he's still snoring. <laughs> okay. Can I go and investigate around Yes. Where Tello make, had put his stuff. Make an stuff. investigation check and just roll above one. <laughs> Ew. Um, that's, that's a nine. Passes. <laughs> you walk to the other side of Tello's bed and there he is. Um, he's not in his bed. He's sat up against the wall. Um, he's a rogue. Why did I think of this? I mean, he's not hiding from you. He's uh, know, he didn't go to sleep like in his sneaky. bed. He's he's on the ground next to it, and um, he's just sort of slumped up against the wall. And he's got that little rock that you've seen him use to talk to um, mm -hmm. uh, to um, the Baron before. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. The Count. Thank you. That's my NPC, and I should know that. Thank Ooh, you. Abby. I can't wait to meet um, the Baron. Uh, he's uh, he's got the rock that he uses to hold the to talk to the count just kind of loosely in his hand like resting in his fingers sort of like falling asleep with your phone in your hand right and um okay. and he's just sort of slumped against the wall how cute and, uh, does he have his what i don't sorry, know sorry as like as imagine like a long distance relationship like falling <gasps> asleep on the too. phone together me too like, <laughs> me oh, too how cute. Um, the rock's just in his hand uh, and his hand is in his lap he's got one the other hand clasping his wrist and his head is just sort of lulled to the side on his shoulder does he have his armor on and all? Oh, no, he's taking the armor off. Okay, because I was going to wait. perfect time to destroy Go to bed. I'm just kidding. I'm uh, just joking. No, I'm no, kidding. Bro, no. you have found the sneaky rogue. Um, Yay! Uh, do I, can Five I say points that I, for fungi door. Can I say that I retroactively had my blanket <laughs> in my hands? Sure. Okay, I cover him with the blanket. Okay. You lay you the blanket you lay the <laughs> blanket over him. And he sort of he sort of like shifts a little bit as you do and like sort of muttering in his sleep, he goes 
<laughs> we we haul home all day. And then he launches it over the other side and keeps sleeping. No. We can we can stop the campaign now. Like, that was a good, that was a good ending. That was a perfect ending. I'm not proud that I made that um okay so i go i i set down all my stuff mm, it's set down and i go i go back to to boz and okay. greta main room wait what was boz what, but yeah. didn't boz leave uh boz it's not been very long at all he's just he's just like <laughs> yeah standing. Boz, you've been upstairs checking through the book stacks and Tell looking around okay so how far hello can boz see me very well from where he is yeah i can see you i haven't gone super far sure Oh, you Never don't want me to see you. Okay, DM, DM intervention. Boz, you're upstairs in the book stash. No one can see you. Greta, you're alone in secret. What are you doing? Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to lock the door. Okay. And then I'm so gonna... you walk up and you flip that little switch. And as it goes down, there's this like... And a wave of magic just... Nice. Runs along the whole length of the shop. Like in an instant, waving over every single inch and covering it. Ooh, very cool. Sick. Um, And I'm going to walk into the section with all of the magic items. Uh, it's like the whole backspace okay, downstairs. I'm gonna walk it's up huge. Then. I'm gonna walk and I'm gonna look for massive open room. Cool, cool. I'm gonna look for those the spectacles that let me read any, any language that are called the scholars' bifocals. Right Very low investigation check. Like five. I shouldn't tell you the DC, but it's not high. <laughs> Furious paper shuffling is occurring right now. It's <laughs> okay. a nine. Okay. Yeah, you see them on a shelf. Okay. Labeled. Um, can I do an arcana check to see if there's any, or an, an arcana check or like an insight check to see if there's any kind of like consequence if I pick them up? Like, oh, is man. an alarm going to go off and wake Mish, up? Sure, make an insight check. Oh, no. I'm so scared. That's, That's a natural, a natural one. one. That's a natural oh, one. Oh, God. Sorry, roll it here from here. What? Sorry? Nothing. Keep going. Okay. I'm going to pick them up. Okay. You reach your hand forward and uh, your tiny little hand wraps around the front of them. And then like there's kind of an instant. And then the moment your finger like boom, makes contact, there's another <laughs> flash of that white energy from specifically that that point. And then um, three little globules of light like from around you light up in the whole room floods with the daylight spell. Um, okay. like bright white and for a moment you are you have to like cover your eyes and you're blinded and actually I believe with the constitution uh, with the with that spell you have to make a constitution saving throw to not be blinded for a little bit 17 okay um, you like you cover your eyes really quickly and it's piercing and it hurts but you're you're okay for a moment boss you're upstairs all of a sudden brilliant white light from downstairs no no because you're on the level above okay also, it's just kind of the moment it flashes. If you walk downstairs, it's just going to look like someone put up the brightest LEDs ever downstairs. Um, I'm going to so call Greta, and say, You're in the binding light of the, of the space, and for just a moment, there's like a hmm sound, and you're just kind of downstairs. Uh, I just started making my way back down. This? Yeah, this is the time Ro walks in down out of the hallway into the main room, <laughs> blinding light everywhere. I'm kind of making my way back, like chill, like... Making my way okay, downtown. You walk downstairs. I know what you're doing. I was trying to, I was trying to keep it going, but then you I walk downstairs do it and Roe is there, sort of shielding her eyes from the bright light. And Greta is like sort of around the corner in front of a bookcase, shielding her eyes. There's this bright light in the middle of the room. And Boz, you walk back downstairs as well. Uh, what what happened? Do I have time to like walk away from the thing that I was looking at? Sure, you've made it a couple feet away. Okay. Okay. Can I do an insight um, check? Sure. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. can. Greta, are you trying to be deceptive? Because it sounds like you are. 
Well, I rolled a natural one, so. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm going to say I tried to pick something up and it like made a, well, uh, made this happen. What were you trying to pick up? I don't remember. That does, remember. that cannot, it does it. <laughs> Yeah, and then into the space, Morgrim sort of appears. He already has like like his hand over his eyes, but he has his cudgel in hand, and so he pulls his hands off of his eyes and goes, um, Are you all good? Is it okay, Morgrim? I'm so sorry. I don't really know what happened. <laughs> Some of this bright light. I guess um, it's too late to look at an item. Well, yeah, okay. the store is closed. Sorry. Don't pick anything up after you flip that switch on the door. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. You try to pick up an... an Hold oh, on, Morgan's going to make an inside check. I just rolled a natural one. <laughs> so many natural ones. This Today is not the day already. for insight. That's Dang three it. natural ones um, on an insight check. That's so Morgan sort of peers at you kind of unsure. And he goes... Yeah. Um... Uh... And then the lights disappear uh, and the light goes. The, the room suddenly gets really dim again. And uh, he sort of puts the cudgel on a hook on his side. He goes, you all have a good evening. And he slips the ring back on his finger and disappears. I, uh, I give, I, I give Greta a weird look, but I, um, I start making my way back to the, to the mansion. Okay. Did you find Tello Rope? Oh uh, yeah, he was he was just on the other side of his bed. I'm kind of sleepy. Oh. Um, <laughs> you guys ready to go? Yeah. Um, Greta, yeah. are you coming with us? Uh-huh. Okay. Can you start go. walking. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. The trio of you guys walk, Boz ahead, back into the mansion, all into your rooms. Craig is in another funny pose. His butt up in the air, probably. <laughs> and uh, Tello is sleeping where he's sleeping, and you guys can all go to bed easily enough. I do that. I do okay. that thing where I close my eyes and I enter a deep, dark sleep and I dream a vivid dream. Okay. I have a um, nightmare. <laughs> I have a nightmare and it's horrendous. Of Fruit Loops. <laughs> well, you know. Um, you guys go to sleep. They didn't feed us free Fruit Loops in Vithli. Oh, no. <laughs> Can someone write that down? <laughs> they gave us Cheerios with milk day, from a they scary didn't animal. Feed us fruit Loops at Vithley. Um, everyone goes to sleep. Um, and Greta, how how do you fall asleep? How many beds are there? Eight. That's a lot. Yeah, if I'm I remember correctly. Take one in the corner. Okay. And I'm gonna take off the cloak of holding. Okay. Sort of set it up on a hook nearby. Yeah. And I'm going to go to one of the beds that's not being used and like grab an extra blanket. Okay. It's not hard enough. All right. Okay. It's not hard. It's easy <laughs> enough. It's not hard enough. <laughs> DC 37. The bed yeah. is too soft. And I think I'm just going to like curl up with lots of blankets. It's probably not that cold. Sure. But I'm going to overdo it. You sort of cover it. yourself up in many layers mm-hmm. and um, you sort of drift, drift slowly to an easy sleep. And, um, you know, you sort of, you get really comfortable. And as you fade further and further into that sleep, the muddied occlusion of your dreams find visible form. And you are in a wood. Um, dense and thick, obfuscating light above you. Pale moonlight streams through 
thin, unhealthy-looking branches of large, pale gray trees, barkless, smooth, withered, tight, gnarled roots that claw at the earth and pull up vegetation around them, refusing to let anything else grow. And your feet sort of shuffle through their fallen leaves as the moon shines above you like a light through jail bars covered over by an incredibly complex and dense lattice of branches the streams of pale light just sort of painting the ground below in these puddles of cold white and soft earth is below your feet silent slightly cold you find yourself in a forest does anything happen or do I just you're standing in a forest how do deep dungeons and dragons dreams work do you're I... standing in a forest okay this is a player question mm-hmm. is this like can I try and do things you're having a dream okay and I say this only as a joke but I cast counterspell in metagame Fair enough. Wasn't a good joke. Fair enough. Can we move okay. on? <laughs> Fair enough. I counterspell a counterspell. Oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> I've never Boss had takes off his mask. He's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> so am I walking or am I standing? You're doing whatever you want. I'm going to reach down and pick up a handful of earth. Okay. You sort of push your fingers into the soil and pick it up. It's moist, soft in between your fingers. It crumbles from between them. Hmm. I'm going to start walking. Okay. You... Through leaf cover, which occasionally... Under your feet as you crunch through dead leaves. And you uh, push your toes through soft earth, because I assume Greta doesn't wear shoes. And you... um, At least not in your dreams. um, (laughs) You move further and further through the dark wood. You, You vaguely know where you are. You... You know exactly where you are, but at the moment, for some reason, you can't place it. You know it's a place that you know very well, but in that sort of weird way of dreams where you can know something and not know something altogether. You know that you know where you are. You just don't recall its name. You just sort of walk further and further through these twisted trees. Darkness further on. Strolling through the landscape. Am I aware that I'm dreaming? Make an insight check. We have a good track record with insight checks this episode. <laughs> I I was wondering, if Greta's having a nightmare, wouldn't that mean that she's probably wearing shoes now? Like really cumbersome, <laughs> huge shoes. <laughs> you're, you're in an open room, professional. It's a test. You're well-dressed. <laughs> your hair is clean. So about this line on your resume, um, how proficient are you with Excel? <laughs> That's good, Landon. You said insight, right? Yes, ma'am. 16. I don't know why, but that made me think of the Stanley parable. <laughs> you are, yeah, oh, a dream. Okay. A dream. You're okay. in Vithui. Okay. okay. Oh, she's, you're having a dream. She's going to try and wake up. Okay. Or like try and open her eyes and, and sit up. Okay. You sort of squeeze your eyes. And as you do that, what do you usually do to wake yourself up, Greta, in your dreams? I think, I think that she would just imagine like something really silly. Okay. Like I don't know what the What would you what would you imagine? 
Like, what's the sheep farmer version of a clown? <laughs> or like, I don't know. Like a, a bright pink sheep. Okay, yeah. So she would okay. imagine like funny colored sheep. So you like, realize that you're in control of your conscious, and uh, you hear nearby, meh, and like a little sheep comes strolling up next to you, pink and fluffy, and you sort of like reach out to kind of touch it to wake yourself up, and all of a sudden, um, the sheep whips its head around it. You like, like it's facing this way, and its head breaks halfway around, and there's like a. <laughs> And its head whips around and it's it's in, in a flash, it opens its mouth and its teeth curl backward over its head and exposing its dark throat. And it like does this horrible, like sort of pulling itself inside out trans like transfiguration and, and in an instant, in a flash, Madame Miskor is standing in front of you, 10 feet tall, growing out of it, gripping onto the trees all in an instant. And she goes, and you sort of like, and you open your eyes and you're just in a different part of the forest. Breathing heavily, your chest heaving. And now a fog is sort of like seeping up out of the ground around you. Okay. And I'm still aware that I'm dreaming? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you hear in your head, Hello, babe. <laughs> Do I personally know the voice? Oh, you're clear. Okay. You know it's Madame Miscorn. What are you doing, Greta? Where did you, where did you learn how to call me that? Nothing. Silence. Greta? You hear from somewhere behind you. Do I recognize the voice? Yes. It's warm, masculine. Not too strong, softly paternal. You recognize the voice of your father from somewhere behind you through the fog. Okay, I'm gonna like whip around and... Can you turn around? Mist. Pale mist. You can make out the trees clearly above and the ground at your feet, but just thick, heavy fog dressing around you like an ocean of obfuscation and confusion. Greta, are you there, sweetie? No. <laughs> Greta, don't be silly. We're lost out here. Where are you? No, you're... No, this is... Little star, no games. Come on. It's time for dinner. I think Greta's gonna... I think there's... I think she doesn't realize it, but I think she's gonna, like, start shaking in me. Okay. I think she's tears are you gonna st start. Start shaking a little bit. Your eyes well up. Honey, where are you? No, you're... This Your is, mom's worried no, sick. No. No, this isn't real. This is a dream. <laughs> Honey, come on. It's time for dinner. And you can hear footsteps. I'm going to walk towards closer. the footsteps. Okay, you walk toward them? Yeah. Okay, you get closer. You sort of stumble through thick fog. They're getting closer. You keep going forward? Mm-hmm. You bump into something and you sort of look up and for all of a sudden, after like sort of the blinking of your eyes, you look forward and there is a halfling man. He's maybe got four or five inches on you. He has dark brown hair that's balding just a little bit in the front, but he doesn't care. It's wild around his head, round face, button nose, eyes like yours, simple farmer's clothes. And your dad is there all of a sudden sort of smiling at you 
<laughs> Little Starwater. His face kind of grows shocked with some sort of recognition. And you look down and you realize that your hands are on his chest. And as you pull your hands away, they're dark red and they sort of stick to his clothes and you pull them back and your hands are covered in blood. In your arms, in your chest, it's all over your feet. Some kind of drips in your eyes and you realize you're covered in blood. And your dad goes, honey, are you okay? No, this isn't, this isn't. Honey, what? And he puts a hand on your shoulder. I'm... And as he does, okay, you flinch away and he goes, little star, what? And his face grows kind of frightened. He looks just kind of past you to your right and down. Afraid of something. I'm going to look at it. You turn and you look. And in like sort of a cleared patch on the ground where the fog has moved, Thespis is laying <sighs> face, like sort of on his back, halfway face up. His entire body sort of like his skin pulled tight against his 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 features, blood like sort of pulling out of his mouth. And there's a trail of blood away from him to you. And your dad goes, Honey, it's okay. I'm gonna... What happened? I think I'm... I think I'm... I think Greta, like, instantly forgets about whatever else is happening. I think she's going to, like, instinctively, like, lunge towards Thespis. Okay. So you, um, you turn around and you lunge at him easily enough. You are upon him. What do you do? I'm going to try and cast, um... You are aware that you have healing spells. Okay. So you reach forward to cast a healing spell. Yeah. Okay. So you, you reach your hand outward for him and his head sort of like turns around slowly but fast enough to intercept you and his eyes are vacant and white and his hand reaches up and grabs your wrist and he goes, I didn't understand, Greta. Why would you do that? You prayed on me because you could. And even though there's like kind of not life in his face, his expression is confused and afraid. He just has a hold of your wrist. You're lying to me, Greta. You're lying. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't understand either. That's just... And he starts to choke on his own blood, and then he just falls back into the dirt. Can I try and cast my? What happens if I try and cast my spell? Okay, you put your, you put your hand on him. You whisper. You put your hand on him. You whisper. Your father goes, "Honey, let's let's get away from him." And he sort of like walks to put a hand on him, and nothing's happening. And there's no magic coming out of your hands. Mm. You're just sort of pressing into his clothes, and your father comes over and and puts a hand on your shoulder. I think I think she's just in like like a panic trying to do something to help Thespis. Okay. You're sort of like patting your hands back and forth on his clothes really rapidly. Your father grips your shoulder uh, tighter. Honey, honey, please, come on. I, I don't know what's going on, but he, he's not okay, okay? Let's just leave here. So I was trying to pull on your shoulder. No, no, you don't... You don't... Well, you don't understand. There's not... This is... You, you haven't... You weren't... You haven't been there. I, I don't... You... Honey, honey, honey. If, if you're not careful, the same will happen to your friends. And then your father's fingers grow longer and sort of reach so that like just with his hand, they come halfway down your arm and your chest. And you see out of your periphery, Madame Miskor's fingers wrapping around your arm. And she sort of whips you around with a strength that completely overcomes you. And as you turn around, she's not there. Thespis isn't there. You're clean. You're just back in the forest. She's going to start just running. Okay. 
you're, I mean, you're, you're running through, um, through uh, a shadow and fog, through open space, leaves kick up around you. You can feel the mud sticking to your feet. You run and 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 your chest begins to burn and your lungs are on fire and your legs hurt. Fog and fog and fog and trees and trees and trees. Mm. The night sky blurs overhead of you. I feel like she runs until like her legs just can't. Okay, you run. And you run, and you run, and you run. And eventually, you <laughs> onto the floor, and you <sighs> and your lungs are on fire, and you're breathing heavily. And the dirt and the leaves are between your fingers, and you're on your knees. Like she just like collapses all of her muscles and just lays where she falls. Okay, you sort of <sighs> on your side, on the floor of the forest, the fog all around you, the trees overhead. The moon above you, cold and unfeeling. Mm. I think there's like, like a, a panic and a numbness in her mind that just, just completely. You try to forget, and you try to forget, and you just keep feeling the sensation of your power moving into Thespis. You can't escape it. This is your whole thing. You escape your thoughts. You escape your emotions. But no matter how tight of a ball you curl into and how small you make yourself, you cannot get away from that feeling. And the trees begin to bow their branches downward and around you, from around you in the mist, their roots begin to rise up and all around you a cage of wood, natural wood is slowly tightening in around you. until it makes sort of a tomb of living material much the size of the ball that you've made you're sort of stuck there in the wood the slightest faintest little trails of moonlight making their way through yeah. you're trapped there I feel like she just curls tighter if she can the wood curls tighter around you until it's pushing up against your skin there's one little last ray of moonlight peeking through some of the branches, touching your upper arm. I feel like I released just one sob. And everything fades to black. The next morning, <coughs> the different fungi in your room in this um, magical mansion within the opalescent tome awake and um, Craig has made it off of his bed onto the floor. We wrapped himself on the blanket. Um, the uh, the hammer is somehow behind him, trapped inside of the blanket, and most of his beard is up in his face as he's face down on the floor, still somehow snoring. Maybe this um, is why his wife <laughs> decided to take inspiration. Him this inspiration. is the reason. Um, Tello has woken up and gotten in his bed. At some point in the evening, you don't recognize when. Um, and uh, Greta is in a mound of blankets, sort of soundly asleep. And I'll let you guys pick which of the two of you has woken up first. I think Ba um, is probably... You've established you're a very early riser. Yeah, he, he wakes up pretty early. Okay. Ba's you're up. The room is lovely. Um, he's trying to locate... Oh, what's the guy's the butler's name? Lucidian. Lucidian. He's trying to locate Lucidian for some coffee. 
Okay. So you sort of sit up and you just think to yourself, man, I'd like to find obs Lucidian, Obsidian, <laughs> Lucidian, and then <laughs> Me in the space, just the butler is, is sitting there and he goes, <laughs> or he's standing there and he goes, good morning, Master Balls. Hey, Lucidian. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you would like some coffee, please. Yes. He holds that. up a hand in a silver platter <laughs> and then a cup of coffee <laughs> and then the mug slowly goes and he takes the mug off and hands it to you it's like a wooden tankard small compact thank you you're a good man i'm not real but you can still be good though the platter good morning <laughs> and just disappears in a mo into mist bro you can hear this at about the time you wake okay up i was gonna say does that wake me up <laughs> i want to clench my hand inside. real quick and activate the illusory script spell and and that say had, and yeah. say oh Lucidian and then I'm gonna write you're a good man on okay. one of the walls. Um, but, uh, Lucidian reappears. <laughs> I will have to clean that. Thank you. It's not real. It's okay. <laughs> no one else can see it. Neither is anything else here. And he uh, sort of like apparates a rag and walks over to the wait, wall and starts Lucy, furiously trying wait. to wipe it and it's not coming up. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He's gonna be doing uh, that for a while, you guys. I'm and sorry. he does sit there, sort of mechanic, like organically, like a person, but mechanically in motion, just wiping and wiping and wiping and wiping and wiping. And wiping. <laughs> I've cursed <to> him. <laughs> this is his purgatory. Uh, what? <laughs> what are you doing, Ro? Uh, what time is it? <sighs> um, nine a.m. Also, okay. quick notes. Um, bum. Long rest? Boz and Ro. Well, yeah, everyone's completed a long rest, so you have hit points and spells back and all that stuff. Yay. But Boz mm -hmm. and Ro, I'd like you to just make me constitution checks. Oh, I don't mm -hmm. know where my spells are. Okay. Sorry, I get all my charges on the staff back again and back to 10. Wow. Constitution oh, check, Ro and Boz. No. Ro? I rolled oh, a three. No. Jeez, guys. I rolled a two. What, what is, is up with y'all's rolls today? Ro had no. one good. Greta's had one good check. Rose had like two. This um, is not good. Uh, Ro and Boz, it was kind of iffy on how much sleep you guys got last night. You sort of squeaked in around the bedtime, but you both have a point of exhaustion. Both really? the emotional turmoil and the events. Yeah, because you didn't quite get eight hours. Oh, if Boz and... didn't get eight hours of sleep, he does not leave bed. If he wakes up exhausted. Okay, you wake up, you have the whole conversation with the city and do the thing with the coffee, you drink it, you go back to sleep. Yeah. Boz is back asleep. Never mind. Ro, you're up. And you have a point of exhaustion. I cast Red Bull de-exhaustion. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so Boz has gone back to sleep. Um, I get I get up um, and I go up to Lucidian and I ask for a cup of coffee. Okay. Lucidian, Lucidian <laughs> is sort of like wiping on the wall. He turns to his, he turns his head and he goes, good morning, Rowena. Please don't write on anything. And a, a platter appears in his hand and some coffee and he hands it to you. <laughs> Do I? I don't. I can't see it. Can I? Did Boz just do it for Lucidian? Yeah, no, you can't see it. He's just wiping his hand there on the wall. Okay, I was gonna try to cast prestidigitation, but I can't. If I can't see it, can I? I also don't think that removes illusory script. But we're just gonna keep. You're right. Forward. You're right. Okay, we're. Gonna, what okay. you doing, Ro? Um. So I get the cup of coffee, and I. No one else is up. Uh, no. Just you. I go into the main room. Okay. Like not the opalescent tome, but like the living area. Okay, so you you walk out into the main area of the building, of the little mount mansion, and that large um, octagonal room yeah. with its multiple floors, and you look up at the uh, the glass ceiling above with clouds streaming overhead. 
Um, and is is there anyone in there or anything? No. Um, can I just go sit by, like, by that table that hmm. Boz went and tried to sleep <laughs> Where on? Boz was <laughs> sitting. You go take a, you take a seat next to it. It's a lovely little space, and you start sipping okay. your coffee. It's pleasant enough. Yeah, I'm just gonna sip my coffee and and maybe fiddle on my lute a little bit this morning. Okay. You play a lovely little tune. Um, start practicing um, the chaos mage or something, and um, after a bit, um, Boz wakes up with a long rest. And um, <laughs> thank you, Dean. <laughs> and uh, uh, Boz, when you wake up in the room, Tello sort of stretches and wakes up, and um, uh, Greta. You wake up about this time, too. The, the sounds of people arising. Okay. And on another note, uh, Greta. Oh, I don't have the right dice for this. Can I borrow some? Yeah, please do. Okay. Because these are at least a little bit more thematically appropriate than ones I would otherwise use. Um, you take... What is that? Oh, shoot. That's a lot. Uh, you take 11 points of psychic damage. Gah! <gasps> As Goofy would say. <laughs> and there is blood under your nose when you wake up. Eleven? Sorry. Do I notice? And you have a point of exhaustion. Even uh, okay, so a question. With a point of exhaustion, I still my spell slot's still refilled though, right? You have every advantage of a long rest. You just uh, one point of, of exhaustion is just disability on checks. Gotcha. On all, all checks. All checks. So you have a point of exhaustion, you have a point of exhaustion. Boz is fine, and uh, you also are missing 11 hit points, and you have a little bit of blood on your nose. Boz, yeah, your past perception is stupid high. When Greta wakes up, she has got a little bit of blood on her nose. He doesn't say anything, because he knows, I don't know, He, he he's not going to call Greta out in the open, because he's learned. Greta be crazy. He learned, he, no, he's learned that Greta doesn't like the spotlight on herself all the time, especially when weird stuff's happening. So he, like, <laughs> makes mental notes. <laughs> he says, oh, ask Greta about blood nose later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, catch the <laughs> Tello, Tello gets up as well and he goes, Okay. Buzz, thank you for the cat. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Learning some of the secrets of the world unraveled before you really makes you sleepy. Anybody know where to get a coffee? I do. Uh, Luce, uh, Lucidian, you wake I, up and Lucidian's been there for an hour and he's wiping with the towel. Can I, can I like make it go away? <laughs> yeah, sure. I make it. You I dispel like, it. I dispel it. Thank you. That was agony. Good morning, Master Boz. A coffee? <laughs> and he holds out a platter. A platter appears in a coffee and Boz goes, man, we've got to get ourselves a wizard. And he just starts like sipping on it. Yeah, Tello. I don't know. There's a lot of characters. Tello. Tello does all the things that Boz does. And Tello starts drinking your coffee. So he's like, I can remember five things, okay? <laughs> Help me out, guys. <laughs> 2,000 pages, okay? 2,000 pages. And, and Tello is just sitting there slowly drinking coffee on the edge of his bed. And, Ro, you hear the sounds of your friends waking up in the room. I think today's okay. a beautiful day to buy some diamonds. What do you th What do y'all think? That sounds like a plan. Greta is completely bundled up, but I feel like she's poked her head out so that she can see y'all, but she's like hoping that you can't see her Greta, face. Greta, are you okay? You have you have blood. Can you see my nose from here? Yes. Mm. Are, are you all right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys went to that fighting ring yesterday, right? I won. 
Buzz, you won? I beat two people up. Well, I made one of them fight the other one, but then I finished the other one off like a coward. <laughs> My man. But, um, and he just like sort of, re like he gets up, walks to you and gives you a high five. I give him a high five. Oh, while I'm thinking about it, Greta, I have money for you. <gasps> and um, I take the 39 gold and I go over to oh. Greta and I- Please put 39 gold in your inventory. And please subtract 39 gold from your inventory. I, I don't I have knock a pencil, on the, but gotcha. I have it. I knock on the door and go, oh, good morning, everyone. Hey, Ro. Um, I was thinking we could go buy some diamonds. Uh, oh, that's, I've been I've been actually meaning to do that. I feel like we need to do that in case some, you know, any of us have some some issues. Yeah, we I watched Craig almost die last night. Um, so that is true. Craig rolls over. He seems like he's doing okay though. Maybe we don't need any. Um, just kidding. <laughs> um, I think I think we should still get some. <laughs> Tello, uh. Yeah. Oh. What do you want to do today? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of you guys. Thing. Uh, how How are you this morning, Tello? I'm good. I've got coffee. I'm getting better. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um. Balls. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of out of the blue, but I thought about it this morning when I woke up. Um. You never told me last night. What did uh What did What was Bordrin saying to you? Oh yeah, he told me. He told me that there is like a task force being formed against task, against adventurers by the Kefkins. Task force. Yeah. Like that, wait against. You us? remember specifically that Borgen told you that there is there is a task force being created to watch out for possible threats to the Empire. Oh. Likely in the form of of heroes who might rise up in the eyes of the public. I, I explained that, and then I say <laughs> now he didn't say that we were like on a list or anything, but he said to be careful uh, and basically. Was this? Was this because of what? What happened? Yeah. Oh, hey, that's really bad. Until it takes another sip. From what he sounded, it sounded like we weren't like being followed or in trouble or like on the high gonna, priority. Was he gonna was he gonna tell them that we were there last night? No, he specifically said he wasn't going to, and I think he's pretty chill, so I trust him. You guys are trusting a Captain Captain? He was yeah, uh I, I made I him a lot it. of money last night, so I think well, I mean, he seems for nice enough, but he's he's still a kefk at the end of the day. Yeah, it's true. I've never heard that term, kefk. What? I've what never heard mean? that term. Uh, well, I don't know. It's just something. Uh, I, I mean, know. I'm from far south. Do people say it in the Bloom? Oh yeah, people. I, I lived in in Bastion for a while, and I don't know. We all just started kind of saying it there. Got you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the flow of conversation. Oh, no, you're fine. I mean, if you guys trust him, that's fine. Their world's on fire. Uh, what are I we doing know. today? Well, yeah, we can go to... Let's let's go out. Um, I mean, he I'm looks refreshed. like Craig's sleeping. Yeah, I, I think he may Should need we a let few him? hours. Yeah, he fought, he fought uh, the champion last night. Hello. Um, the champion was a giant elephant person that had lightning powers. Um... And Craig told yeah, us to jump. You guys fought summary, kettle? I guess. Yeah, we the fought Thunder kettle. Hand? Yeah. I, I, I did it. We did it, but no, Craig did. did. And not. Craig won? No. Oh, that makes sense. No. That makes Craig, sense. Craig did good, though. He did. He did. Uh, like, I will say he did. He held his own well. Um, well, that's that's an accomplishment of its until own. Until he started floating. He told he told some jokes. Um, did you say floating? Yeah. <laughs> uh, why am I surprised <laughs> he anymore? Did, yeah. He, he told he a few jokes, started floating. Yeah. It was more of like a stand-up routine. Yeah. It got a few chuckles. Kettle laughed at it. He thought it was funny. So far, yeah. so Craig. 
Well, um, Greta, Greta won. Greta won some uh, some stuff. Good job, Greta. Greta. You doing okay That's this awesome. morning? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ro. Insight check from Buzz. <laughs> Deception check if you want to hide anything, Greta. Nah. Okay. You can I? She's not hiding anything. Um, with an eleven, you read her like a book. Something's really wrong. Okay. I prestigious her. Okay, no. you've been processed. So now there's no blood on can your face. Can we come up with a, a can we come up with a term for that that's yeah, not too long? Prestidigitated. No, I mean can we be like Okay Prested or Prestered. something? I don't know. You got prested. You got prested. Because <laughs> I noticed the blood. Well, and I feel kinda of bad that I brought up the winning thing. Why do you why do you do that, Ro? Why do I do well? clean me up like that oh well you had um you know you had a little yeah yeah Mm. but i do also like know how to clean blood off of my face hey um i'm sorry i I didn't mean to um i didn't mean to upset you or anything i guess i just kind of do it um without thinking to to help i i I didn't mean it in any harm If, if you want me to not do it anymore i'll try to remember not to so I I appreciate the gesture. I do. Okay, I'll 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 remind myself to ask first. <gasps> Sorry, I just I I don't think it just kind of happens. That's okay. But I would like it if you ask. Okay, I I will. Thank you. I will next time for sure. Thank you, Ro. Of course. So we're getting diamonds. Diamonds, yes. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I probably should disguise myself again, huh? Ah. Uh, we're going out. How long Especially can you in do the daylight. Um, well, now that I've kind of gotten a little bit of rest, um, I can stay something else for about uh, three hours. Do you plan on kinda... being out for longer than three hours? Um, Probably. I mean, I can do it. I can do it for like an hour and then take it off and then do it another hour. What would happen it's in kind the of time an hour in between? at a time situation? Um, if I just find, you know, like an alley or something, then I can. Uh, I'm not trying to tell you guys how to do your thing, but as somebody who is sneaky for a living, that um, that might not be too sustainable if you're trying to be out all day. Seems like a situational thing, yeah. I mean, d- uh, oh, a DM, would I know how far a jewelry store is? A jewelry? Uh, make a history check. Okay, come on, get a good roll today, Jackie. Okay, that's not. That's not horrible. Um, that would be... Guys, eight. these rolls are bad. <laughs> an eight? Eighteen. Oh, I thought you said eight. <laughs> What's an average? No. Oh, and you have disadvantage, too. Oh, that's true. You have disadvantage. Oh. Thank you, Oh, Mons. shoot. Fire. Dang it. So I have to roll again, right? Mm-hmm. Thank oh, you, no. What'd you get? <laughs> that's an eight. <laughs> hey. I am the DM. Fear me. Does disadvantage... <laughs> this is a, a statistic statistics question um <laughs> do our advantage and disadvantage rolls affect oh, yeah. our average on the same amount like on the same like measurement mm. oh i just take the roll that happens oh okay uh, cool yeah gotcha Dang um it. uh you don't know of one okay um all i mean to say so- is uh who that might need to be a strategy because we have to plan around that all day long yeah i mean you know um, I mean, if we can find, maybe we can ask Conoche, uh where the nearest jeweler is, and I could go out, and 
if I need to, I can come back and, and hang back if we're doing stuff or whatever. Or I mean, are you um, wanted? If any of you guys know of a way I can disguise myself as well. Um, he didn't say that we were like wanted or anything. You could put a hat on. That actually I works. Mean, I have my hood. Yeah, I have my hood. Um, if I can just keep that hat. up. Um, Tello like reaches into his bag and pulls out a length of cloth and tosses it to you. And he says, uh, do you catch it? Yeah. Okay, you catch it easily need... enough, and he goes, okay. um, I was no, like, I don't need gonna... to No, that's stupid. Um, like, you catch yeah. it, and he goes, um, <laughs> if uh, you put the hood up and then a mask on your face. Oh, yeah, I can do that. You think I need to still, uh, you know, completely change my appearance? Or... I mean, most of you is hidden at that point. Okay, I'll just, I'll save that in case we do run into some trouble and I can... You'd be surprised how often that works. Just have a reason for why your face is covered. Say you were terribly disfigured or something. Or you're worried oh, about okay. COVID-19. Uh, I, I, I'm worried about germs. That works, right? <laughs> Maybe I um I have a, a coughing fit where I uh where um just don't work I that cough, hard at it. Yep. Like weird colors yep. come out and and I don't want to spew on anyone. She spews mm. all the time, you guys. What? Well, don't get too close. <laughs> you guys should not work for the brass company or the Pomover. Let me tell you that. <laughs> too late. Mm. Ah, good one, Daz. Uh, he looks down sad a little bit. <laughs> At his arm. <laughs> <laughs> the brain on your arm itches a little bit. <laughs> Some catches. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go um, buy some diamonds. Let's and go tell us oh, stretching we... and putting on armor. Should we tell Craig that we're leaving? No. I will leave. Uh, do you want to leave a note? I leave. Uh, I'll do it, and I do the illusory script okay. thing, okay. and I write on the wall that Lucidian can't see. I say specifically, <laughs> never Lucidian. Uh, for Craig. For Craig only. Only look if you are Craig. Okay. And I, I write, dearest Craig, Craigery. <laughs> dearest Craigery. We have left for. I'm doing it in cursive. <laughs> And lose oh dearest Gregory, we have left to travel to the nearest diamond store to preserve our friendship in case of bad things. Uh. Best of luck and love. See you soon. Boss. <laughs> the tattoo on your arm lights up as you write. And all of that appears in the air nearby him. Everyone else just sees your doodle in the, in the air with the second for, for a second with your finger as your tattoo lights up. I gave a little kiss at the end. I'm just kidding. Aww. XOXO <laughs> boss. hug. Need our keys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a naturally weird reference. Anyway. Um, Tello goes, that was weird. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so. And um, so he, he gets all his equipment on, moves outward. I assume everyone else does the same, Greta. Yeah, just gonna, like, kind of flop over. Do you want to ride? I can give you carry on my shoulders, Greta, if you feel like. No, it's, I'll stay here if that's okay. If we put like a cloak over both of us, we could look like a really tall person and like. Boz can sort I, of okay. pops, or uh, tell her, wow, pops his head in the door next to Boz and goes, didn't you want to go to a tower? With a mage? Uh, you were talking about that yesterday? I'm kind of tired today. It was a long night. All right. Can I make an... You you think I don't know if it would be insight, but can I tell that, like, inside I mean, check. I know she was bleeding out of her nose, but that's can I the tell definition that she's of an like, inside check. But I mean, it's like she hurt. Yeah. We're going to have to do it at disadvantage. <laughs> okay, that's a three. I mean, sucks. if I get lower than a three, are I'm you gonna attempting rage. to deceive Greta? Dang it. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's that oh. is. That's a six. Oof. Big oof. Um, 
Yeah, don't know. Greta's being weird. The yeah. machinations of her mind are an enigma. enigma. If I could give you double inspiration, I would. Um, and Tello goes, uh, I mean, if she, you know, if you want to be here, Greta, that's fine. Yeah. Thank you, Tello. Yeah. We're ready to roll? Yeah, we're ready to go. Are you sure you don't want me to? I can stay with you, Greta. That's okay. Thank you, Buzz. Okay. Do you need anything while we're out, Greta? No. Thank you, okay. Y'all are yeah. y'all are good friends. Let's go, everyone. All right. Uh, I I kind of like I want to grab Tello, like to have him on the shoulders, like we're heading out, like like okay. kind of like walking alongside him, but like no, behind enough. the group. Well, first the first thing that happens is as you guys walk out of the door of your bedroom in the main room, there's something that wasn't before. There's a very large round table with seven chairs, and Kanaje is sitting at it. And uh, that's just here in the morning that there wasn't before. And it is filled with breakfast food. Um, <gasps> Greta uh, food. Breads and... Uh, <laughs> Greta, you hear them say it easily enough. Okay. And fruits and water and fresh, crisp, cold milk and all sorts of all sorts of meals. And, uh, and Abby just put her mouth next to the mic, pulled it away from the mic, and then desperately started laughing. I don't know what that means. I probably don't want to. Um, she thinks fruit's funny, Zach. Uh, I think the phrase... <laughs> Okay, and Kanaje is sitting at the table while uh, Abby turns the color of like Fresh, I don't know, crisp peach. cold milk. Crisp cold okay, milk. Okay, so Kanaje is sitting crisp. there. She's in this really elegant sort of morning robe. Her hair is like done up in a bun, but still somehow looks really good. And uh, she's sitting there, and she has like sort of a bowl of fruits in front of her. She's lightly chewing, and she sort of like waves to everyone. Good morning. Uh, I, I, I had started trying to talk to Tello. Yeah. Um, but at that point, I like I probably like stumbled some words in my mouth, but then I'm like, I'll just I'll I'll catch you after breakfast. And Tello goes, Yeah, sure. And uh then I go down okay. stairs to Kanaje. Um well there's no stairs to go down, it's just right in front of you in that main oh. room, which oh, yeah. is okay. Yeah, yeah. And so Kanaje goes, um uh good morning. Breakfast anyone? Is this real food? Like not illusion food, but like I don't know, you are you are can eat it. <laughs> Boz like walks over slowly <laughs> with his eyes wide and creepy open wide. Looking. Okay, and Tella takes a seat. I go. And yeah. I sit next to him. Yeah. If everybody I sits sit down. Next to Kanaje. Yeah. Morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, uh, how are you? I'm I'm doing well. Well rested. I mean, yesterday was kind of nuts, but um, that's all right. You know, such is life. So. We went to the blood bowl last night. Really? Yeah. What? Did you guys compete? Uh, yeah, we all did. Did you win? Well, except Ro. Ro didn't compete. Um, uh, I didn't. I did bet some money, though. I also was in disguise the whole time. Just yeah, sure. So you know. I mean, I trust you guys, I guess. Um, did you win? Uh, yeah, me and me and Greta did. But Congratulations. Craig tried to fight the champion Kettle and lost. Ah, I've seen him fight. I, That's rough. It made me wish that he still had those rings, but... Say la vie, as Tello says. <laughs> and Tello goes, how did you know I said that? Kanache <laughs> 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 continues and she goes, um, uh, well, um, good morning and uh, hope you all slept well. I don't mean to be pushy. Where will you all be staying the following night? I assume not um, here. Um, well, um, we are 
allies and I want to be helpful more than anything. And Morgrim's right, I do need to offer my home to others in need. But <laughs> um, I do like my premises to be private. Are you all staying in town or are you moving on? Um, I... I'm sure we can ask Spagoober where they're all staying. Um, or we could stay on the ship even. Balls, what do you think? Yeah, I I know Craig is still conked out up there. Um, I'm not trying to kick you all out. I'm just asking if you all are staying in town or going. I'm, I think we'll see what the day holds, and we need to check in with our crew to see what if they're yeah, ready to pull out or not. Yeah, I think we need to check in. If you all are yeah. staying, uh, you may have another night here, and if you are going, you know, just let me know if you need anything else, because I know that quite a few things happened yesterday. There were some big conversations, um, and so um, if you all need to talk about anything else or debrief or anything, I'm here. Thank you. That's very kind. Yeah. I, I would still like to um, talk to you, Connor J. No, I, uh, for sometime sure. before we head out. Yeah. Whenever you need, just let me know. There will be time in the Thank day for that, no matter what. Okay. One last item, not to be uncomfortable. Um, Greta. Hey, Greta, you're out there in your blanket, right? I was saying she's in... I, I don't think she came out. Okay. Then Kanaje will continue and say, um, Do you all know where Greta is? I think she's still in the room. Is she asleep oh, or yeah. is she awake? Uh, she was awake when we saw her. She's awake, yeah. She seems... She seems a little off. Ro lowers her voice. Um, she seems like... Something may be wrong. She woke up with a bloody nose. I'm not really sure what's going on. Mm. In here? Uh, uh, yeah, she, she slept here. I mean, I'm kind of exhausted, so I couldn't really be very insightful of what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, episode 34, metagame. Uh, interesting. Okay. Um, understood. Well, I've already eaten the breakfast. Um, so you all feel free to enjoy the spread. I have many calls and conversations to have after yesterday, which is okay. So I will um, be in my study yeah. if anyone needs me. I want to look at Kanaje and say, if you do talk to Greta, um, some something seems seriously wrong from what I could tell and what I know. Um, okay. Dean, would I be able to understand that like it was more than just like a bad night's sleep, like something happened i mean she's bleeding from her nose so yeah. i i don't know what happened i know we've seen a lot of weird stuff but it was it looked pretty I mean, bad i appreciate the answer us. last night she was a little shaken up at the blood bowl she um she she i don't she really won know very it. well she won very well they had to use diamonds let's put it that way understood that's useful information thank you Abby, what are you doing? I can't even see you. Are you falling asleep on the blanket? I think Abby is actually asleep. <laughs> no, I'm very much not asleep. Okay. I promise. Listener, I want you to know that Abby is Wait, just... Wait, because I would take a picture. Abby is Darth Sidiousing on the couch across from me. She's wrapped herself in a blanket and only her nose and mouth are visible. I got the best picture. And she looks like Darth Sidious right oh now. Gosh. That's going on the gram. Abby, can you, yes. say, can you say, do it for me? Okay, so Kanaje says, um, I'll have a talk with her later. Thank you all. Everybody's getting to talk with Kanaje except, <laughs> except Ro. Um, <laughs> listen, I have priority besides Greta, who is um, under attack Kana from Jay her dreams. continues with the things that were happening in the scene, and she says, um, but if anyone needs me, just I'll be in my study. Let me know. 
thank you. Okay, thank you. I really you, appreciate Kamuji. you letting us stay here and this food and, and of course, Lucidian no, is a, he's a gas. Isn't he really fun? <laughs> he's awesome. Every once in a while, every once in a while, I spill something <laughs> with my mage hand, and he doesn't know why it happens. I wrote on the wall with a loose script that only he could see, and he spent 45 minutes trying to clean it up. A little mage hand just sort of appears in the hand in the air next to you for a high five. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and Kanaji goes, um, but uh, no, I'm, I'm more than... Look, yesterday was a lot. And um, <laughs> if I could have had it happen differently, I would have. But Ro, you're always welcome here. And to the rest of the fun guys, and those who are still in bed, um, I mean, I value my privacy highly, but the things that are going on at stake are far more important. You're always welcome here. Please find anywhere else to stay if you have the option. <laughs> but you're always welcome here if you genuinely need. This is always a refuge for you. That uh, means a lot. It does. I really appreciate that. Lucidian's instructed to tell um, everyone that they can only stay in the guest quarters, but there are many rooms here. And if you are ever in need, they are all available to you, except for mine. Okay, makes sense. And the room at the top. Don't go in there either. I will, I will not go there. Okay. Uh, yeah, we won't. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'll be in my study. Um, have a wonderful day. She sort of stands up from her chair. Hmm. And she uh, walks out of the space. There's the chair just... Hmm. Pushes itself in behind her as she walks away. She leaves out the space. I want to get a plate of food and take it to grab. Oh, you guys. Okay, okay. I make the coolest sandwich that I possibly, like the coolest breakfast <laughs> sandwich that I can. There are many items at your disposal, but among them are cured hams, uh, honeyed hams, uh, well-smoked fish, bacon, multiple kinds of butter. I do syrup, I do ham, some bacon, an early medieval style waffles? of waffle. Um <gasps> I use the waffle. It's like a McGriddle. So I take, I, I make the first Yalabrin McGriddle. I take some, oh I take two waffles and I put some ham. Gain one level in, uh, in cholesterol. <laughs> I, I make a really, I make a really nice sandwich with that and some, okay. some cheese. Grat after egg. a bit. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Pause enters. I wish you could see her right now, listener. Pause enters into the room and he's got, um, a McGriddle <laughs> on a plate. It's an awesome looking sandwich. <laughs> I made it for you. Are you really? I made this for you. <laughs> I call it a Boss Griddle. A Boss Griddle? Yeah. That's so good, Boss. What is that thing? What is the bread made out of? Uh, it's. I think it's an early form of a waffle. <laughs> I've never seen one before, but I didn't ask. I just, I just looked. It's I, like a pancake, but it looks like bees made it. Yeah, I automatically love waffles. Boz has. Boz is a, a waffle man. This is a point of his life. Damn, that for you guys is a trip. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like I put the plate on the bed right near where you are, and I step away and I say, um, uh, I don't know what happened, but I know, I know something, something bad must have happened, and. Um, I really regret not being there for Tello last night, but I want to let you know that I'm here for you, no matter what it was. Thank you, Boz. Who else is around? Um. <laughs> okay. Craig's on the floor. Ro, where are you? 
Um, I'm I'm at the table where breakfast was. Okay. So I'm gonna what? nothing. I'm sorry, just playing <laughs> with you. <laughs> Jackie's uh, like, that's a scene I'm not gonna be she in. She is on the material plane, keep in mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jackie, we're doing that too for well, actually, Are the we on the material plane? We're not though. Actually, um, no. Oh, Sweetie, oh. where is Tello wait, is Tello still at the table with me? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm no, not. That was a completely reasonable question, but you did a slow blink where you blinked with one eye and then the other. One. She's a lizard. <laughs> but yes, tell her. <laughs> I'm not Spagoober. <laughs> tell us at the table with you. <laughs> Back to the moment that Greta and Maz were um, having. No, I have a plate stacked full of waffles. Okay. Back to the Malachi and Boss rapping. Boss, you've had scary dreams, right? Yeah, mm. recently. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah, he gets down. He softens his voice, and I say, yeah, you can tell me a secret. So I'm speaking in a low tone, Rowena. <laughs> I'm Jackie did the one blink. I'm kidding. I love you. I give you guidance on your deception check. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you say quietly, and we can't hear it because a passive perception of sixteen. Wait, is the door is not open though? Oh my goodness! I'm just keep curious going if the door is open. Just keep role playing. So, I, I got this book yesterday, and I'm gonna try and read it today. Is that, is that why there was a nose? Why your nose is bleeding? No, I don't think so. That's why the lights were on last night. I tried to do it last night. Oh, because I the didn't glasses. want a lot of people to be around. But I'm gonna. I guess I'll have to just do it in the daytime. I'm sure if you ask, they'd let you. Yeah. I. I don't know. I think that typically they probably wouldn't. But after what happened yesterday, I'm sure that they'd let you. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about your nose? No. Okay. 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 Thank you, though. Thank you for the sandwich. And I think she, like, was thinking about a lot of things. But I think she just, like, sees, really, like, looks at the sandwich for the first time. And I feel like a switch, <laughs> you can see, like, a switch click. And she's like, holy crap, that's a good sandwich. So she's going to, like, sit up and start eating the sandwich. Okay. I'm going to, um... I don't know, just stand up and wave goodbye and, and walk out. She doesn't wave back. She's too focused on the sandwich. I did not expect She's it. She's lost in the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a Zoo Tycoon sauce. reference in there, but we're going to keep moving. I wish uh, I so, could give the DM inspiration. <laughs> uh, Boz, you go back into the main space and... Uh, He'd use it on a monster. That would suck. I am trying to force waffles on Tello. I'm like, try these. <laughs> And tell him, like, you've put a couple on his plate, and he's just going, I was. What are you doing? And he's cutting it up and eating it, and he's like, what is this about? This is weird behavior. They're really right good. They're like, they're like, I wait, agree. if I ever had one. Why are you doing this? And Boz, you walk back out when this is happening. Uh, I make myself a sandwich now, because I okay. am starving. And everyone has a fantastic breakfast. Yay! Yay. Um, does breakfast get rid of exhaustion? And then you guys move on with your day. Um, and uh, we're actually going to leave off there. 
Um, we're going to end uh, episode uh, 34 there with everyone having a really lovely breakfast. Uh, wow. Just on a nice positive note, because it's been a lot of scary stuff lately. So, um, listener, <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Burly d d um, we have a Patreon that you should look at because it's dope. Yeah. Uh, and there's a website called barelydnd.com that is full of maps and character pictures and stats and summaries of episodes and audio copies of episodes and everything you could ever want, including the winning lottery numbers. Um, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, our Patreon has breakdowns of episodes, yada, 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 you, the usual spiels. Is there anything else we're, we're trying to talk about or, uh, no, I mean, I know that it's a lot to ask to financially support a and d podcast. So if you're looking for other ways to support the show besides giving us your money, um, I mean, honestly, just like telling a friend, following us on Instagram, yeah. sending us a message, asking questions about the world is really fun because we talk yeah. about those on the Patreon, on the Patreon. If you, if you genuinely like this podcast, please feel free to tell somebody, um, feel free to give it a review. Um, but more than anything, thank you for listening yeah. we enjoy sharing the story with you guys and um, more than anything we want you guys to know that life is an incredible story and you are a very important part of it we hope you're with us next time have a wonderful evening thank you thank you